All right, welcome to one more podcast. Uh, this is going to be the intro, then we're going to kind of convert into episode one here. Um, this is actually our fourth time recording. We had, well, the first one was terrible. It was just bad. It was the birds? Was that the birds? No. So the second one, there was birds chirping the whole time. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was just awful. The third one, we just, there was a bunch of stuff we needed to say and we didn't say it. So we actually decided, okay, let's write a couple notes. We're still kind of flying by the seat of our pants here, talking, whatever. Pat's got a question or if I got a question, but we have some notes of points we want to actually say. Um, yeah, so. This will be the intro here. Uh, just talk a bit about myself, Curtis Vandenberg. Um, yeah, so I I made uh, one more cast. Uh, clothing, fishing brand, hats, all that good stuff. And we decided to kind of branch out here. Want to make a TV show, TV series, and do a podcast and that. Um yeah, from Burlington, Ontario, uh, Canada. Uh, big fisherman. Been fishing since basically I could walk. Um, yeah, just love everything outdoors. Yeah, um, power lineman by trade. Uh, moved out to Saskatchewan to uh, build power line. And then now I'm in New Zealand. Uh, we'll talk a bit more about that after. Yeah, so Pat here. I'm joining Kurt along for the journey. Totally by chance. It just kind of happened one day. Um, with me, similar. I love the outdoors. Did a little bit of fishing growing up. Was never into it as much as Kurt. I took the hockey route. Um, there's me, my brother, and Kurt's brother all took the hockey route. Actually, Kurt took the fishing route. Um, so he actually went the opposite of the three of us. Um, nonetheless, it's always been good having a buddy who's into fishing. There's fresh fish for me, especially in the summertime. <laughs> me and Kurt became best buddies um, around grade 10. McClellan's woodshop class. Is that it? Pretty well, yeah. Grade 10? Yeah, I'd say so. We I met see. in grade 9, but really became good buddies grade 10 woodshop class. Still horseshit that we didn't get the uh, romance in grade 12. Yeah, yeah. Horseshit. Who won that? Uh, Lemon and Welsh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <classic. laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if those guys still hang out. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, then after that, I guess we can move on. Both Canadians. Yeah. Um how we got out here so it was actually my brother brent brent manenberg that had come out uh, like pat said before he's a big hockey player he came out to christchurch to play hockey for the canterbury red devils that was 20 did we figure out 2014 i think it was 2014 yeah brento just make a comment on it if we're yeah wrong. um we believe it was 2014 i don't know I've had a couple beers here. We're not too sure. So, um, yeah, and he actually he won he won the trophy, the uh, Burgle Cup that year. 
Um, yeah, the Burgle Cup. And then the next year, Pat's brother Adrian came out to New Zealand. Because of Brent, pretty much. Because of Brent, yeah. Um, so he came to Queenstown. Mm-hmm. Broke his ankle. Yeah, so yeah. 2015, I think, broke his ankle. Yeah. Was the ATBing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2015, he broke it. Again, just comment if we're wrong. 2016, he came back and won it. Yeah. The Burgle, same cup. Burgle, yep. 2017, none of us were here. Adrian went back to Canada. 2018, I flew out, lost the burgle, went back to Canada, was real pissed off, came back just to win the burgle. He had to have another shot. Had to win that burgle. Um, And then Kurt came. Yeah, so. So 20. Yeah, 2019, I. Was it 20? No, 2018, I got my journeyman for Powerline, and I always wanted to do some traveling. 2019, Pat was here. I said, fuck it, I'm moving out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty well. We decided actually over Christmas time, I convinced you with, within a yeah. minute. Yeah. Like, when else would you come out? It's yeah. the best time. Yeah, why wouldn't you? But I remember that moment when you came out and you got to hoist the burgle. Yeah. And it was like you fly across the southern hemisphere, you're hoisting the trophy with yeah. your brother's name on it. it yeah, was it was like, a pretty cool experience, yeah. everything about it. Um. Yeah, so I, I got off the plane, and Pat had actually won the cup the night before. Cheers anyways, buddy. Yeah, cheers. Uh, Pat, Pat, Pat had won the cup the night before, so I got off this, like, well, it was like 16 hours flying total. No, more than that. I think 20-something hours flying total, plus layovers and shit like that. It was like 30 hours. And I was beat, but Pat had just won the burgle, so obviously I was going to party. Yeah, so I remember I was coming from a party to pick him up. Yeah. Maggie had to drive because I was drinking. We stopped at the BP, grabbed you a quick vegan pie. Yeah. No, he's not vegan. I'm not vegan, but... Um, Dairy-free, so I was the only yeah. one there. But it's a good vegan pie. Yeah, good and pie. he got off. The moment you stepped into the car, actually it took a while because there was some baggage issues. Yeah, and that's right. We got into the car, handed you a beer. Yeah, my luggage got lost. you were firing it up on no sleep. Yeah. By the end of the night, you were falling asleep, standing up yeah, in the bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I actually, I got quite sick, now that you mention that, for about two weeks. Yeah. Jet lag and whatnot. That'll do it. Yeah. So anyways, that's kind of a little bit about us. Pretty much from the get-go after you got here, too, we started hitting the outdoors real hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was kind of doing some outdoor stuff, but I didn't really honestly go that hard till you got out here. Yeah, once I was here, that was, it was all in. Hockey season was done, and it was full-on Dustin yeah. Buffalo mode. It was hiking. Yeah. It was a lot of hiking. We, yeah. We were obsessed there. Was Summit Junkies, they called us? Yeah. Yeah. We were getting known for it. Yeah. So we toured a bit of the country. Yeah, true, yeah. Waited, Kurt, wait, well, Kurt did a little bit of fishing, um, then fishing season ended there. Yeah. Then you had to make the wait. Well, and I didn't have a car at all, I had nothing, so I, I wasn't able to get around too well, um, so it wasn't really until the following season that I really went nuts on the fly fishing. And so it got delayed, well, no, it didn't get delayed, 
COVID happened. COVID Lockdown happened. Hit. Yeah. It hit March here. So what's going through your head when lockdown hits? So lockdown hits, and I'm just going, holy shit, how lucky am I to be here during lockdown? There's going to be no international travel. Um, all these rivers are going to be wide open. Because sometimes the problem is you get to these rivers and someone's already there or it's been fished already and the fish are spooked and the fish are real spooky out here anyways because the water's so clear it's beautiful it's it's gorgeous and it makes the fishing tough um but yeah i was just humbled was that the word humbled to be here humbled lucky lucky yeah you're grateful pretty much all wrapped up into one your passion's fishing and all of a sudden you're in the best place to fish in the world and yeah limited anglers yeah exactly no tourist anglers coming in so it's just you out there yeah i was i was stoked and it didn't click into pat why i was all fired up eh, until later I was like, just another fishing season. Yeah, I think it was actually the Fishing Game magazine. I was like, you got to read this article. Yeah, great it, article. It was that article. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. And I was... <laughs> yeah, just, pulled a Wilkie in it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, pulled a Wilkie. Um, yeah, so... And then, out of nowhere, we get this uh, flatmate of ours, Nick, our good buddy Nick, moves in. Big hunter. TSN turning point. Yeah, when TSN this guy turning moves. point when this guy moves in. Um, like you can't find a bigger legend. Yeah. We actually, so we were looking for a flatty. We saw a picture of him on Facebook, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it looks cool, looks cool." I'm not trying to brag, but I was like, "This is the guy." Yeah, you did say that. His Facebook profile pics were. Just a, just screamed beauty. Yeah. One of them, he was like floating in the ocean on a desk. Yeah. With yeah. a beer in his hand. <laughs> Legend. And I don't think I was wrong at all. No, like, I think no. I nailed it. You you know what? You were wrong because he's more of a beauty yeah. than you even yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it go to your head, Nick, if you listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we do this interview with him to see if, you know, he's going to be a good fit for the flat or whatever. And he just goes, yeah, I'm a bit of a hunter. Uh, is that going to be okay with you guys? And both mine and Pat's face just lit up, and we're going, fucking right, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah, move yeah, this yeah. guy in. Yeah, get him in faster. Yeah, and so I shot my first deer out here with him, and then later you shot, on. You shot your first deer in New Zealand. Yeah, with him, yeah. yeah, not my first deer ever, um, but my first deer here, uh, red, red deer. And then Pat shot his first deer. First ever deer. As well. Yeah, his first ever deer as well with Nick. And a chamois. Two a trophy chamois. yet. Two chamois. Two chamois. A trophy yet. Yeah. Um, so it's been a, a blessing having this guy move in. Yeah. He's, he's a game changer. TSN turning point. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyways, let's get into episode one here. So we're just going to kind of run through... Uh, episode one of OMC TV, the uh, backcountry fly fishing in the O'Reedy River. Um, by now the episode's actually out. We filmed, we did the first 
one or two podcasts. The episode wasn't out yet. And then... Cheers on that, buddy. <laughs> Your cheers, first TV brother. show. Thanks, buddy. For episode one, like that's... I mean, we're just having a beer. You think we should probably have a steak dinner? Yeah, I know. No kidding. It's big news. But anyways, we... Well, Pat actually got this epic footage. You you would have seen it by now because the episode's out now. Um, just me fishing on the river. Boom, this fish hits. And it's like, it was four minute long clip or something. We're going, oh, this is awesome footage. I can't wait to post this. And we weren't thinking anything about a TV series or nothing. Not, that came later. I, I'm not even, I can't even remember exactly how it came. So let's start from when we drove out. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So I got off. I was getting off work early. Yeah, it it basically all started. Pat said, "Well, Pat's starting to get into fly fishing a bit too." Kurt's been teaching me. I'm just starting. He hasn't caught a fish yet, uh, but Cast we're hoping. We're hoping this weekend we won't uh, release what we're gonna be doing, but we got an epic. Episode plan for the weekend. Episodes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Pat's like, let's let's go fishing. Uh, I'm off work early, and I'm off tomorrow. What do you think about heading to Mavora? And so Mavora is this awesome dock campground there. Uh, it's two lakes. It's just incredible country. I've been there a few times before. Uh, Pat hadn't been yet. So he really wanted to get up there. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's do it, buddy. Um, I work in Lumpson, which is about an hour closer. And so, yeah, basically what? You got off work. I got off work, shot down there, grabbed a quick pie ahead of you. Yeah, which you'll see or you have already seen. Yeah. And then so I was on the ride there maybe five minutes before. You gave me, you just pinned a spot. Yeah, I dropped pinned, the pin. Pinned the spot. And I just followed the directions to it. So I'm driving up, and you just like turn, it's already like beautiful, but then you just turn that corner. Instead of going left at the campground, you go right to where we're going fishing. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, bam, this valley opens up. And I was like, okay, I see why Kurt always comes here. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Just this one single dirt road going down this valley. You know there's not a soul in sight, and then you just look to your left, and there's a bus stop and an outhouse. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Middle there's of no, nowhere. You can't hear any people. There's no noise. There's no light pollution. There's no... There's nothing. And, yeah, there's a bus stop and a porta potty Angler's access point. Yeah, a couple angler's access points. Yeah, so Pat gets out there a bit before me. I stopped for a pie, same spot, one of my favorite pie places. Um, yeah, I think I... Bracken Hall. Bracken Hall. I think I got the chicken, actually, that day, which was awesome. You... I had venison. You had venison, yeah. Great. Some of the best pies, I think, in the country, personally. Pat might disagree, but... It's not fair until I get the plum sauce. Yeah, he... So, he... <laughs> he didn't get the sauce on top and I'm going, you got to get the sauce on top. 
he asked for the sauce. They didn't put the sauce on for some reason. He said it was real busy. So, anyways, get the sauce if you go there. Uh, it's plum on the venison, yep. apricot on the chicken. So, plum sauce goes with venison out here. Yeah. Is that yep. a thing back home? It's the first time I heard of it was yeah. out here. But maybe it is. If it's I'm not, not sure. a thing back home, try, try it. it. Try it, yeah. yeah. Plum sauce on venison. Um, so then our bellies were full? Yeah, our bellies were full. I drive out. There's Pat. you probably seen. Uh, and he's just randomly filming. Yeah, that was totally by accident. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we pull up to the beat. So out here, Fish and Game puts on these beats. Um, it's like a dock access point, angler access point. And basically, it's just so fishermen don't bump into each other. It gives everyone a fair chance. You see someone on a beat, you don't go and fish that beat. Yeah, good etiquette. You just let them do their thing. Um, so that's why sometimes you got to get up early and get out to these beats. Otherwise, you know, it's going to be taken. Um, it's an awesome thing they do. So and just incredible stretches of river. Some of the best fishing in the world. Um, yeah, so basically we gear up, start hiking downstream. It's be- It was actually roasting all day. Like we were getting burnt. Um, you really got to wear the sunscreen out here, Wilkie. If you're listening, you do, buddy. Yeah, you do, Wilkie. You'll get burnt, buddy. <laughs> I actually hope you come out here and you get burnt, buddy. Yeah. He would need it because, you know, he he would just do it the first day. He'd probably yeah. do it a couple times. Yeah. He would get roasted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So we hiked down river. Um, we fished a couple just spots coming up where you couldn't see fish, uh, but... There was a chance, you know, there's certain spots you look and you cast a fly in there and hope for the best. But usually out, out in this, uh, well, the South Island of New Zealand, specifically, you're, you're spotting. North Island too, but um, you're spotting these fish in this crystal clear water and making a cast for them. You, sometimes you'll watch them for 20, 30 minutes trying to figure out what they're feeding on before you even make a cast um so yeah we walk up and boom i see i see a bit of a fish uh not much i just seen a flicker in the water and all of a sudden clouds come in it didn't quite start raining yet but you could tell it was maybe going to um yeah, so I'm sitting there watching for probably 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, Pat was just practicing his casting a bit downstream. He finally come up. That's right, I was. Pre- I forgot yeah. that I was back there for a while. Yeah, you're back there for a bit, and the whole time I'm just watching this fish. Um, Did you have that the whole time I was... The whole time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I didn't want to... I wanted to make sure I kept my eyes on because it was easy to lose yeah. where it was. You were locked in focused. Yeah, I was pretty right? locked in. And so Pat finally comes up and I'm going, I th- I'm pretty sure I've seen a fish there. Well, I knew I've seen a fish there, but I'm, going, I'm pretty sure I've seen a fish there. 
What do you think? So we're watching for a bit longer. And then he sees a flicker. Well, we both do. And he's going, yeah, but I, it swam away. Like, And I'm going, fuck. Maybe it's seen us and spooked. Uh, but we just kept watching, kept watching. I'm going, okay, well, it's definitely not feeding on a dry fly, uh, which is what I had tied on. But I figure I'll leave the dry fly on, tie on a piece of tippet, and throw a nymph on there. So I, I tie on about two feet of tippet. Uh, I think I had like maybe a parachute Adams as my dry fly. Couple, couple feet of tippet down to, uh, I think it was a copper John maybe. Anyways, um, and I'm just waiting, waiting, wind, wind a bit, but not too bad. And finally I get a good shot. Cast it out. It wasn't the best cast from where I seen the fish in the first place. So I'm going, okay, well, you know, it might have seen my fly, but I should really try and give it another go. I'm thinking maybe it did get spooked, but I'll I'll give it another go cast right in front where I seen it. And so I did. I got a real good cast right out in front. And boom, the thing comes up and nails my dry fly. And so I didn't even realize Pat was filming or nothing. Um, I look behind me and he's got the camera out. So I'm like, fuck yeah, like this is going to be cool footage. But at the same time, I'm going, okay, back into it. I got to catch this fish. Um, pressure's on. Pressure's on. So I'm kind of stumbling around going, how do I get off this bank? Um, cause I was up what? Four feet. You were up pretty high, man. Yeah. It was probably like a four foot drop down to the actual river from this bank um like so it's I, high enough that you have to sit almost to get down. yeah yeah exactly so i jumped down or whatever i i th it was kind of a blur but we'll have to wa actually watch it yeah yeah i've watched it a few times and i still kind of glitch out yeah because I, I was just so fired up but yeah so you're out there casting out a fish and every time, for some reason, it just kind of almost startles me. It's what I'm there for. It's what I'm trying to do. But when a fish comes up and hits the dry, it's just like a almost a shocked feeling. For me anyways, still, oh, it just fires me up. So anyways, I jumped down off this bank. And I thought, maybe it's not that big of a fish. Um, the fish up there are trophies, but... You never know. The odd one's obviously not the biggest. Um, so I pull out my net and it wasn't doing much. I go to net the thing and zzz, thing just takes off and starts darting down river. Um, and so I'm falling all over the place. I'm trying to get my footing. And I had got a decent look at the fish, and I'm going, okay, this is a pretty nice fish, actually. So it takes me down into this deeper pool. And, yeah, I'm fighting it for a bit. Finally get it into the net. Um, I weigh it. Weighs in at seven pounds. Absolutely gorgeous fish. Um, put it up for the camera. Give it a show, and I still didn't know uh, what Pat was doing, but he just kept rolling footage, I guess. Uh, I was going, 
I mean, is he going to take a picture? He just keeps rolling. Um, he's just in the bathroom, but he'll uh, he'll talk about that. Sorry, buddy, what I miss? Oh, I was just talking about how you were uh, rolling footage, how you just kept rolling. I didn't know if I should hold the fish up and you're going to take a picture or what, but you just kept rolling the footage. Yeah, so from the moment we parked the car, um, I just started taking footage, not for a TV show, just because... It was just a such epic scene. I was like, Kurt's going to want these. Yeah. Just for the file, if you want to post them with your clothing as an apparel thing on Instagram, I was like, yeah. you might want them. So I was taking a bunch. I just happened to go over and I was like, cool, cool spot where you were looking at that fish casting in. I put it on landscape, my phone, and I just clicked play. I didn't actually think like nothing of it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, boom, you get it. Yeah. And then you look back and I, you're having like, I can't believe I had this fish. And then I can't believe Pat's filming. <laughs> yeah. And I'm it's going, I can't believe I'm filming. And it's I crazy. And cat caught this fish. Yeah. The I'm fish is probably yet, thinking, yeah. what the fuck's going on? And then I could see <laughs> in your eyes, like it clued in once you, that shock got got past you. You're just like, okay, it's go time. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, bang it's go on, time for me on. as well. So then... It was all nice and easy at the beginning. I was just sitting on my butt filming you. Yeah. And then when that f- fish darted down river, I was like, uh-oh, I got to go with this. Yeah. So it, it seems like it would be easy, but it was kind of hard because I got to hold my phone, not drop it in the river, have to hold it without getting my finger over the lens. Yeah. But it's hard when you're like running through that long grass that has those deep, what do we call them? Pot, like like almost like a pothole, yeah. You can't see them, so I'm trying to make sure I don't break a leg. Yeah. Trying to keep the camera steady and keep up to you and this fish and contain my excitement. Yeah. That was the other thing is like it, the footage is silent because I was going, do I scream? Hell yeah, fuck yeah. And you're probably thinking the same thing. Thanks, bud. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, what were you saying about the battery percentage too? Yep. So I was at 7%. So that was the thing I was panicking, especially how long it was taking. I was like, this phone's going to die. Yeah. You know, those, um, after a couple of years, an iPhone's battery just goes to shit and it burns real quick. Yeah. So I told you later that night that my favorite part was when I was able to click stop after you caught the fish, knowing that we had the footage complete. Yeah. That was your peak of the day. You were saying best part of the day was Press and stop. Press and on stop. That. And then yeah. right after, I could see the adrenaline in you. I was firing I, at all cylinders. I remember thinking, I got to get this on footage now of you <laughs> yeah. kind of explaining what just happened. Yeah. That's where you see that clip right after the fish was caught where Kurt looks amped up. Yeah, yeah. We actually exactly. plugged my phone into the battery there because it was done. Yeah. And filmed it with the battery. I just got to take a leak here, buddy. Yeah. So Kurt went over that. He was amped up. That's kind of, even after he filmed that, we didn't think it was going to be a TV show. We just wanted that. We thought he was just going to put it on an Instagram post or just post it on the story so that people could watch it. Then right after that, we went up river a bit. We were still pretty excited from that fish caught. And then it got real, real windy right away. So it's a good thing he caught that early on. Because then it was my turn and I started casting at this one fish and... I couldn't even get it over the bank. It was so windy. It just kept blowing back over. I didn't have the technique yet. I didn't know how to get it past that those howling winds. Um, 
But then oh, Kirk that came other in and fish you did it, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so... Well, and we had spooked the fish about this point, and um, I kept trying to tell Pat how to do it, but I'm just not good at teaching that way, so after the fish was gone, I go, this is how you do it. And you said instantly it clicked, Dad. Yeah, yeah, I just had to see you do it. Yeah. The way you were describing it, it was just missing, like, the angle. Okay. Because I was just, like, doing it, but then when you go and show me, you're like... Like, almost like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, lunging if forward a bit. You can't see, but he's, yeah, he's lunging forward on like and just kind of... On a 45-degree angle. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's tough in that wind. Like, even... Uh, I was just out the other day, and there wasn't much wind at all. But just that little bit of gust, it can just throw your cast completely off. And in our case, it was howling wind, so... It's anyone, any you take an experienced fly fisherman and they're they're struggling big time in that. So <coughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so we continued on. Yeah, we continued on. We kept fishing for a little while, and, and it was still fun. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Pat started really spotting some fish. Yeah, my eyes got better. His eyes got better. I think it was uh after we spotted that second fish. And I said, wow, the fish are real dark in here. And then, do, 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 it yeah. clicked for you. Yeah, eh? yeah. Once I saw the one that was dark, then I started actually spotting some myself. Yeah, and it's not always like that. Sometimes they're real light. It's it's actually really cool because the fish, they're in the same stretch of river. Everything's the same, and they can look, like, completely different, which is it's so cool. And then we got lucky. You guys would have seen it in episode one, but I happened to be, I crossed the river to the other side just to take a shot of Kurt casting and then bam, remember that rainbow behind yeah, me? Yeah, that, that was nowhere? epic. That was epic, it's like bro. the boldest rainbow. It wasn't the yeah. whole thing. It was just the Just like a little piece of a rainbow. Of yeah. yeah. But it was just so vibrant. Yeah. The colors were so bright. Um, yeah, that was super cool. And it started raining a bit. Uh, we decided, okay, you know, it's, it's probably going to get dark. Let's start hiking back. We had a bit of a hike back and last time I was there, I seen all these eels in one particular spot. Uh, they're called a long fin eel. Uh, Pat really wanted to see that. So we hiked up to there. Um, and then, yeah, these eels, they're cool. They're cool, but they're creepy, eh, buddy? They're creepy. So the first thing I did is I took my rod and I poked it because I just wanted to see what would happen. They're probably the size of... Uh, did you already say the size of it? No. What would you say, like... Um, I think, like, up to two meters, maybe even bigger they can get. One to two meters, so, like, they get big. Yeah. And they're fat, too. They're disgusting. So I, po I started poking it with the fishing rod and you expect, I thought it was gonna be like a fish where it would just dart away. It actually just like, I poked it, it looked up at me and was like, fuck off. And yeah. it just continued sitting there. Yeah. I poked it some more and it just kept looking at me pissed off. It didn't dart away nothing. And they give you like that creepy feeling in your body as if there's like a mouse that just ran across you. And the weirdest thing 
The chills. They give you the chills. Yeah, they give man. you the chills. The weirdest thing is they're amphibious or whatever, so they'll they can actually go on land and slither around on land like a snake or something. Like it's creepy, man. These things are creepy, but we'll try and get footage of that if it happens. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I think I'd be pretty uh creeped out if it if I did see it, but Yeah. Um yeah, so we showed Pat that, or showed Pat that, um, and then, oh yeah, the hut, the hut, um, so, so Pat's big into, uh, bagging huts, uh, Pat, you can probably talk a bit about that. Yeah, so the New Zealand Dock, which is just the Department of Conservation, does a pretty good job out here with these things called backcountry huts, which I want to bring to Canada. Canada needs it. Backcountry huts, there's there's probably in the thousands scattered across the country in remote locations. Think of them as shelters from the storm, some place to, place to stay warm. Hunters use them, fishermen use them, trampers use them, tourists use them. And there's, you know, they range from two beds to 24 beds to running water, to fire pits, that sort of thing. So we, there, there was one there. Yeah, there was one there. We won't spe- say specifically which hut it was, but. It was tempting for me because to bag a hut, which is when you get your shadow over the door and you can say that you bagged that hut. So I got real big into bagging huts for a while where I'd go out of my way just to bag a hut. Yeah. And I'll bag a hut. Don't get me wrong, I'll bag a hut, and I love bagging a hut, but uh, Pat's obsessed. Yeah. He, he'll go far out of his way to bag a hut. Like, looking back, I'm still surprised I didn't run down there just to <laughs> yeah. bag the hut. Yeah, and yeah, and I'm obsessed with the fishing, Pat's obsessed with the bagging huts, but yeah, I don't know, I was actually kind of surprised he didn't. Well, I'm going to bag one this weekend. Yeah. Which you'll see in the next episode. Yeah. Um, well, not the next episode, but a couple of, we've already filmed the next episode, but the episode after that, you'll see. Yeah. We you'll got see some, the hut that we bagged. Yeah. We were going to have some, well, hopefully it turns out pretty epic, but it's on pace to be. Yeah. So with those huts, what do you think? Anything else about the huts? Oh... Just that you're going to probably be seeing a few of them. We'll try and do a podcast in one, eh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you'll see a few of them down the line here. Uh, yeah, so... Huts, then we... Well, we've seen the eels, and then we made our way to the Mavora Campground, which is a, another, uh, again, dock site, Department of Conservation. Um beautiful site and so we pull up to pay it's eight bucks a night like give me a break to camp in one of the most beautiful spots you'll ever see and it's eight bucks yeah like Um, ridiculously beautiful and it's only eight bucks yeah so the last time i was there i realized i left my wallet in uh the bucket truck at work so i left a note saying hey sorry i got no money left my wallet in the work truck um here buddy 
Uh, left my wallet in the work truck. I'll pay extra next time. So, what well, I th I threw a twenty in there, which, yeah, I it. These these stock sites are amazing. Like they put on the backcountry huts. They put on the campgrounds in the most beautiful spots. Most just, mint spots. Yeah, I can't say enough about these guys. Yeah. Um, you get to camp in the most beautiful spots for just cheap as dirt. Yeah. So we get to we get out there. Pat's in awe at how beautiful it is. I I I'm in awe every time I and go that, there. And that's a common theme in that you'll probably hear from us when we say we're in awe with some of the scenery here in New Zealand. It'll get repetitive, but we can't help it. It's just how it is. Yeah. Everywhere you drive, it's just mind blowing. Yeah. They say you gotta. You almost got an out add an extra hour for every trip you make because you can't help but pull over and take pictures and look. Look. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just gorgeous. So we set up camp um and made a fire cuz you can actually have a fire there. And uh yeah. So yeah. where we are in Queenstown is um it's pretty much a desert, Otago. So there's not very many fires here. It's one of the big differences with Canada. And it does kind of suck. Like you do long it's for a fire. It's one of the fire. things I miss. Yeah, it's you, one of the things I really miss. You long for a fire with a you group do. of people. So when you do get the chance out here, there's only certain areas you can do it in. Mavora Lakes Campground was one just because it's so wet there. Yeah. You're allowed to have fire. So that was kind of nice that we could cap off the evening yeah. with and the they, fire. They actually, they have like, it's pretty awesome. They have little grills and stuff. That you can flip right over top of the fire, so you can make, you know, a steak, whatever. Throw some corn on there, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um so we just we had a couple beers. We were we were fired up. And I think it was then Zen then. We we're kinda talking about going over the footage. Well, it wasn't even then actually. We're talking about going over the footage and combining it. And I was like, yeah, sick. Maybe maybe we can do something. And then what? We just started combining all this footage that we actually took. And next thing you know, we're going OMC TV. Yeah, OMC TV. As like a, not a, like a half joke. Half joke, yeah. Like we, joke. we left it open-ended. Yeah. And so basically... Uh, I'm like, okay, OMC TV, how hard is it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then I realized, okay, I've got one clip of me catching a fish, one clip of me doing an interview. Like, there's no intro, there's no outro, there's no Hype nothing video. in between. It's like, you can't just make a TV episode out of this. Um, so I start trying to throw all this footage that Pat had together which luckily he just randomly had taken. And I realized we need even more. Like One of the biggest dilemmas was getting all the portrait ones into landscape. Yeah, yeah. Because um, some of them, you know, with these iPhones, you take, take them landscape. The other ones you take portrait. And they don't really com combine, which I'm still having issues with that if anyone's got a solution. 
It's tough. But anyways, we got, we're trying to get some cameras, like some actual legit video cameras now that we're taking this pretty serious. Uh, we got a podcast microphone coming. So sorry if the quality is a bit uh, off on this one. Um, it'll get better. And yeah, it was just editing it all together in the transition. It was a hell of a lot more work than I thought. Uh, I had to go back and actually get some more footage. Like the one you see of me tying up my boots was probably a week later. I took that video. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been tougher than I thought. And especially episode two. So episode two, we got a ton of footage and that was just made things hard to sort through it all. Yeah, I don't know. It's the work keeps adding up. The work keeps stocking up, but I'm loving it. It's uh, it's awesome, and yeah, we got some some good things in store coming. Um, I don't know anything else to add, buddy. With that, no man, I'm just uh. Excited to keep moving with this because it's fun. As hard as, hard as the, well, you're doing most of the editing, so I don't have to worry about that. The only thing that's draining is trying to airdrop videos to you. <laughs> Other than that, everything is yeah. just fun. Actually, speaking of, I'm going to need those videos tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get that video finished. Yeah. Kurt's at, Kurt has um, what we call, what we both have, what we call footage brain. Yeah. Where everything we see now, we just want to take videos of it. Yeah, exactly. Footage brain. But yeah, that's all, man. Cheers. Cheers, man. Congrats on episode one, buddy. Thanks, brother.